Welcome to Season 3 of A New Voice of Freedom. The podcasts are taken from the four volumes In Defense of Christianity, written by Ronald Keith Messer. Podcast 146 is entitled The Road to Power, Machiavellian Pragmatism, Rule Number 10, Thane Morality. In Rule Number 10, Machiavelli urges the prince to feign morality and to act above the law. He said, And it must be understood that a prince, and especially a new prince, cannot observe all those things which are considered good in men, being often obliged in order to maintain the state, to act against faith, against charity, against humanity, and against religion. Niccolo Machiavelli, the prince. In other words, pretend morality would be amoral. Let me distinguish among morality, immorality, and amorality. Morality means a state of being moral. Webster's Dictionary defines moral as of or relating to principles of right and wrong, conforming to a standard of right behavior, capable of right and wrong action. Some synonyms for morality are virtuous, righteous, noble, ethical, good, upright, just, honorable, honest, chaste, saintly, pure, spotless, godly, conscientious, virtue, honor, integrity. We can learn more about the meaning of a word by studying its opposite. The opposite of morality is immorality. Synonyms for immorality are unethical, wrong, vicious, wicked, evil, bad, unprincipled, corrupt, sinful, iniquitous, nefarious, pernicious, unlawful, illegal, unseemingly. Notice that to be immoral, one must be conscious of what is moral. They must know the difference between morality and immorality, but choose immorality anyway because they are able to do whatever they want. When America was founded, there was an assumption by our forefathers that we shared a common sense of morality. In the Declaration of Independence, Thomas Jefferson said, We hold these truths to be self-evident. In other words, truth is absolute, not relative. Self-evident means that everyone understands them as absolute truths. Thomas Jefferson added, All men are created equal. He meant, of course, that all men were created equal by God. In other words, a belief in God as our Creator was a self-evident truth, according to our forefathers. Our laws were based on the same moral code that governed the lives of Christians and Jews for thousands of years. That moral code was governed by the Ten Commandments. Machiavelli was a 16th century Italian. Rome then, as now, was the seat of the Catholic Church. When Machiavelli speaks of morality, he is also speaking of the Ten Commandments. But Machiavelli saw the Ten Commandments and Christian morality as an impediment to gaining power and to holding power. He felt a sense of morality would cloud the prince's judgment and weigh him down with the weaknesses of the masses. Therefore, he counseled the prince to be prepared to challenge faith, ignore charity, defy humanity, ignore God, and deny religion. The same thing is happening to Christianity today in America. Hillary Clinton, once the leading Democratic candidate for president, said, Deep-seated cultural codes, religious beliefs, and structural biases have to be changed. 
That is the same advice that Machiavelli gave to the prince. Examine the three primary concepts in the above statement by Hillary Clinton, who is speaking for the left. 1. Deep-seated cultural codes. 2. Religious beliefs. 3. Structural biases. What do they mean? First, let's examine what she means when she said, Deep-seated cultural codes have to be changed. A code is an ethical standard shared by a defined group of people. Ethical, as you saw above, is a synonym for morality. Cultural codes refer to the moral code of the entire culture, in this case, the Christian culture of the United States. She is complaining that they are deep-seated, and therefore an impediment to the New World Order, the rise of liberalism, and the advancement of the liberal cause, particularly the outdated Christian ideas of morality. They must be rooted out if the left is to advance their agenda. The meaning of the word amoral is to be outside the moral code. It is to deny the very existence of absolute morality or absolute immorality. In other words, the Christian view of good and evil, virtue and vice, moral and immoral. Hillary Clinton is asking the nation to step out of the deep-seated cultural code established by Christianity. She is not asking the nation to be immoral because she does not recognize the Christian code is valid. She is asking the nation to take an amoral stance, that is to say, to reject the absolute morality of the principles taught by Christ. She wants to replace the cultural code of Christianity with a new code of ethics written by the left. She is presenting new standards of judgment. It is to be outside of Christian morality. Second, let's examine what she means when she said, deep-seated religious beliefs have to be changed. Religious beliefs, of course, means Christianity. No other religion is attacked by the left. The left can afford to alienate Christians, meaning white Anglo-Saxon Protestants, but they can't afford to alienate all religions or they will lose their voting base. Hillary, speaking for the left, wants to change Christianity. In other words, it is all right to keep the language of the Christian religion, but the moral code must be modified to fit the agenda of the left. Christian views on abortion. Christian views on gay rights. Christian views on absolute morality. Christian views on gender and so on are the great impediments. Any Christian doctrine that stands in the way of the agenda of the left must be changed. The left has specifically targeted Christianity as the number one enemy to the agenda of the left. She said, religious beliefs have to be changed. In other words, America must drop Christianity as the basis for its laws and adopt political correctness or the new code of ethics established by the left, which include abortion gay marriage, and the rest of the democratic agenda. How will she change religious beliefs? Well, she tells us. Rights have to exist in practice, not just on paper. Laws have to be backed up with resources and political will. What does she mean when she said that laws have to be backed up with resources? Simply ask yourself what resources the left used against Trump, against Judge Kavanaugh, and against others who oppose them. The left used the IRS, the Postal Service, the FBI, the Justice Department, and of course they will use the Supreme Court if they can pack it. Hillary meaning the left is not making an idle threat. She added, laws have to be backed up with political will. She means, of course, political power. Imagine if the three branches of government were controlled by the left, how much political power they would have. And that is their ultimate goal. The war declared by the left against Christianity in America is very serious. The First Amendment will go the way of the Second Amendment, and those who continue to hold to them will be considered white supremacists and domestic terrorists. 
If the left dominates, the first two amendments will be erased from the Bill of Rights. Amendment 1. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion, or prohibiting the free exercise thereof, or abridging the freedom of speech, or of the press, or the right of the people peaceably to assemble, and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. Amendment 2. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Those who doubt that haven't been listening. Third, structural biases must be changed. Structural, of course, refers to our foundation. That means the Bill of Rights, the Declaration of Independence, and the Constitution. They are the very foundation of our American democratic republic. The only way a new world order can be established is to tear down the foundation or structure of the old world order. The left does not want a modified republic. They are Marxists, communists, and socialists. They want a one-world government without borders. That is behind the open border policy of Biden. Tens of thousands of illegal immigrants are crossing our borders and matriculated into our system by a government who turns a blind eye to the chaos on our borders and in our cities. They ignore the deaths, the drugs, the cartels, the human trafficking, the Constitution, states' rights, and law and order in favor of the New World Order. Look again at Rule 10 in the words of Machiavelli. And it must be understood that a prince, and especially a new prince, cannot observe all those things which are considered good in men, being often obliged, in order to maintain the state, to act against faith, against charity, against humanity, and against religion. Niccolo Machiavelli, the Prince. There are five assertions or attributes to Rule 10. I am simply going to replace a new prince with the left. But first, we must understand that the driving force behind the lawless actions of the left is power. They wish to gain power and to hold power permanently. The ends justify the means. The only way they can achieve their goals is to adopt the rules of Machiavelli. It has been proven by thousands of years of experience. Machiavelli did not invent or make up the rules. He was an astute historian. He simply observed what other tyrants had done. His book is filled with examples of successful and ruthless tyrants. The five tenets of Rule 10 are major steps toward achieving those ends. If the left is going to destroy our former American way of life, if the left is going to successfully destroy our democratic republic, if the left is going to create a new world order, then... 1. The left cannot observe all those things which are considered good in men. 2. The left is obliged, in order to maintain the new world order, to act against faith. 3. The left is obliged, in order to maintain the new world order, to act against charity. 4. The left is obliged, in order to maintain the new world order, to act against humanity. 5. The left is obliged, in order to maintain the new world order, to act against religion. They will not allow any Christian doctrine to stand in their way, and to prevent Christianity from preventing their rise to power, they must change deep-seated cultural codes, religious beliefs, and structural biases. And for it to have any teeth, as Hillary said, Rights have to exist in practice, not just on paper. Laws have to be backed up with resources and political will. Thank you for listening. Watch for our next podcast. In Defense of Christianity 
is available at RonaldMesser.com.